Hello everyone, welcome to Dustin the Blind Minnesotan. Today I want to talk about a very interesting topic that a lot of blind and visually impaired people don't really think about. And even not a lot of sighted people either. Um, and this topic, it's not so blindness related, but for us young people, but it's a problem that us disabled people are going to face once we get to like retirement and the other stuff that this topic is aimed to help today. So today is going to be a very complex topic and I don't expect you all to be able to solve this problem by yourself. Well, today we're talking about senior housing and in Minnesota, in the United States, because, you know, I know my podcast is aimed towards Minnesotans, but people outside of Minnesota face these same problems. Well, the, the biggest thing we need to do as Americans slash Minnesotans is to build more senior housing. And what you, you what, what you're going to say is, Dustin, down in Arizona, there's flat homes for seniors to live in. In Florida, Dustin, there's flat homes for seniors to live in. That The whole state of Arizona is pretty much dedicated to senior housing. In Florida, yes, that is true. But, you know, we have to have more than just senior housing in places like Arizona and Florida. We need senior housing, you know, everywhere in the United States. Um, so then, you know, so then senior housing becomes more affordable. There becomes more options and all this stuff. So, and then we need to put city buses or bus lines or train lines along that senior housing. So then seniors that live in those senior housings don't need to drive, you know, to get to everywhere where they need to go because a lot of seniors, they can't drive anymore when they lose their license because they can't see, they can't function like someone who still has their license. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. And I hope that's okay with you that we talk about a topic that isn't related to like 100% blindness and see how it goes. Um, my first opinion is here in Minnesota, we need to build hundreds of more senior apartments and hundreds of more senior condos. And we can't just put them like, haha, here's an empty cornfield. We're just going to put them right here and make the seniors live in the middle of a cornfield. We can't do that. So I'm going to give you guys an example of an area and then we can, we can talk about it more. I live in Anoka County and I live in a city called Columbia Heights. Okay? We're an old city. We were built during the baby boomer time. 
So about 40, 50 years old. Okay. Not like an ancient city like Rome, but not a new city like downtown Minneapolis. We're kind of like in that or not a new city like Maple Grove or St. Cloud or you mean like we're like we're kind of like in the one of those main mid-range American cities. So on the newer end. So if you go if you leave downtown Minneapolis and you go down central you'll see all going through northeast you see all these big young people apartments young people apartments young people apartments until you hit Columbia Heights. And then right when you hit Columbia Heights you're going to notice a difference, right? So you're going to see, you're going to go through a bunch of single family homes and that's when you notice okay, I'm getting into Columbia Heights. And then you will hit um, a train track, and then you'll see like a wall, you'll see a CVS, a Somalian grocery store, and a Somalian health clinic, and then you'll see a gas station, and then you know, and then eventually you'll see a Welcome to Columbia Heights sign. Right when you hit that Welcome to Columbia Heights sign, the neighborhood changes again. And then when you're driving down Central, to your, to your left, you'll see like senior apartments, and then, and then you'll see the city hall to the right. And the, above that, there is young people apartments. And then you drive and then you'll see um, an old office building to the left that's empty. That, for example, is a building that can be turned into a senior apartment because it's right on the bus line. And seniors can live there and just hop on the bus. And then to the right, you'll see a strip mall. And then behind those, you'll see a bunch of apartment buildings that are old and made of brick. Those are for seniors. And then, you know, um, and then you keep going down and you'll see like little townhomes. You go through the city of Hilltop. And in Hilltop, you'll see like old apartments. Those are for young people. And then you'll, then you'll hit White Castle and stuff. And you look to the right, you'll see condos and apartments for old people and then such seniors and then and then then once you hit Fridley it all just becomes single family home 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 all the way until like the North Town Mall and um what what happens is that street for example like central like that old office building that Emma Fairview owns. Someone, a developer can buy that because it's right in the bus line and turn it into 550 square feet studio apartments for seniors. And then you charge them about 650 a month for the studio apartment. And then, and then you know, they can take the bus to go wherever where they need. So, and then the seniors, they don't have to rely on their grandkids, their children, for them to go places because they can get all the way out to the North Town Mall in Blaine or they can go to downtown Minneapolis or if they walk or, they, or if they take the bus to the Columbia Heights Transit Station they can take the 801 bus that goes from Brooklyn Park to Columbia Heights 
to St. Anthony and to Rosedale Mall where they can do all their shopping because the North Town Mall is small. And then they can go to a bigger mall to shop and then take the bus back, the 801 bus back home for an example. And then then all those seniors, they can go shopping, they can go working and all that stuff without needing a car. So, So we need to start, for example, you know, if you keep going down Central through Fridley, keep, just keep those single-family homes. Don't bulldoze them. Just keep them there. And then when you go through Fridley and you go back and you, and you keep going Central into Blaine, there's a bunch of cornfields. So that part of Central will be a good area in Blaine to buy a bunch for developers to buy hundreds of acres of cornfield. And if the farmers say no, we're not going. We're only going to sell this land to single-family housing developments. The governor needs to come in and say, nope, we're using government domain, and take all the land away, and just pay the farmers or or the developers who only want to build single-family homes money that the land's valued. And then what you do is you just build. You have those developers built senior apartments, senior condos, senior apartments, senior condos, senior apartments, senior condos. And then what you do is, and then you build them all along Central, all the way until the road ends in Northern Blaine. So we're going to add like 50 to 100 senior buildings right there. We know, we, we're not building them 12 stories high. You know, they're going to be senior buildings about, be good about four floors or five floors, you know, and maybe 200, 300 units per building. So then, you know, we're not building towers. We're building smaller spread out buildings. And then, and then what you do is you expand the bus line. You, you expand the 10N that goes down that road in front of all those new senior apartments and condos that you built. And now those seniors, when they want to go to the North Town Mall in Blaine, they can just wobble their way with their walkers in their wheelchairs, stand by the 10N station, and then the 10N bus will come, pick them up, Take them to the mall. They can do their shopping, their eating, all that there at North Town Mall. When they want to go home, they wobble to the bus station. They wobble onto the bus and they take the bus home. And then because we're building so many senior buildings, there's going there's always going to be 50 to 60 people on that bus maxed out because so many seniors are taking it to get to the mall. And then if we have that bus come past that senior, that scene, that big giant senior development, every 15 to 20 minutes, the bus between there and the senior development, the seniors feel like they won't need to drive because the bus is coming so often. Then the mall won't complain because there's now more customers coming to the mall. They're spending money and eating at the mall. So then the mall wins. 
And then the seniors are happy because you're only charging them around $650 to $750 a month for a 500-ish square foot place. And then they're happy because they have someplace affordable to retire. So, and then it's a newer building and and they're feeling like they're living in a nice spot when they want to retire. So, you mean... And a good place to build all these senior buildings would be in downtown Minneapolis where all these empty skyscrapers are. So they can take these property developers and come buy this money lost skyscraper, gut the inside, right? Just gut it. And then what they can do is build all these studio apartments for these seniors, about maybe 500 to 950 square feet. And then what you do is you charge them around $650 to $750 a, a month in rent. And they can do that and still make in profit because you're putting more people per building. Because you're giving them a small amount of space. And then because office buildings are so big that you can only put people on the outer rim. So then in the middle of the building, you can put you can put things like Planet Fitness. So when in the winter, the seniors just have to hobble to the Planet Fitness that's on their floor. And you know, you can put a small you can put small daycares on that floor in the building. So then when young people drop off their kids at the daycare in these big buildings, the seniors who are living in the buildings and paying rent to live in the buildings can also work at the daycare that's in the building to watch the young kids who are who are living in town. So and then you can put like, you know, a couple bars in the middle of the buildings so all the old men can go someplace to watch football and basketball and just to talk. And then you're making money from them, you know, paying to eat in the building. And then, you know, so then, you know, you get you getting all these seniors that are living in your building and then you're getting the young people dropping off the kids at the daycare who's paying you rent. And then you have the seniors going to the Planet Fitness that's paying you rent. And then you have all the old men going to the bars and the restaurants in the building that are paying you rent. And then, they're, then they'll invite their friends over that will park in the parking ramps and their grandkids and their children over. They'll park in the building's parking ramps and eat and, eat and chat with their parents that are staying in the building. And then if you charge between 650 and 750 for a nine between a 650 and 950 foot space in the building, you know, you're still you're still you're getting enough people in that office the old office space, you know, to make money off the rent and they're happy cuz they have a nice place to retire. Um and then cuz we America need to start building housing for seniors fast because all these seniors, they need a nice place to retire and they all can't stay in their single family homes forever because there's not enough nurses 
to that are willing to work twelve fifty an hour to take care of all these baby boomers and all their single family homes. So if we start putting them in affordable senior housing, one nurse can take care of 10 patients all on the same floor. So then because all these seniors are living in one spot, it's going to take less manpower for one nurse to take care of all these seniors. Um, And also it'll be easier for the state because we kind of another thing like COVID comes, right? They can say, okay, this building is going to be completely on lockdown because in this building we have 60 seniors, right? They can lock the gates. They can shut the windows and say, okay, you seniors, you're going to live in this building for the next two years. So then you don't get sick. And then because they're all living in one spot, it's going to be easier to protect all the seniors at once from a disease like COVID. So, and then it'll be, and it'll be good because we tend if they're all living, we tend if hundreds of seniors are living in downtown Minneapolis and all the old office buildings. What we can do is we can build very good bike lanes there. We can build accessible crosswalks. We can build nice senior activities in the Skyway systems. And then we can, and then what happens is, and then we can make that, we can make that area a very, very nice retirement community that can compete with areas like Florida, Arizona, you mean? And, um, and we can use it as an economic engine because seniors have a lot of time. They have time to blow money. They have time to help watch grandkids and stuff. And if we can keep them here in Minnesota, they'll blow all the retiring savings here, improving our economy and not the Florida and Arizona economy. And then it's easier on young people because with all these seniors locked away and not locked away, but put away in these big buildings, you know, they have to sell their single family homes. And then when they sell their single family homes and put on for sale, us millennials and Generation Z will finally have homes to buy and live in without, and then will solve their housing crisis. So you mean, and then with the housing crisis gone, the amount of homeless, amount of people living in apartments will lower and making the demand for apartments less. And then regular apartments for young people will will have to lower their rent to attract customers. And then the young, then the people who were sleeping on the street because they couldn't afford rent will move into those apartments solving the homeless crisis. So if we build housing for seniors, it will help America's housing crisis because the issue there's nowhere for for seniors to go that's affordable and nice. So that's why they're staying in their single family homes and that's why there's no homes for young people. So and the number one thing we should be building is senior condos. Because condos built equity. So if we build, for example, if we built all these new condos on Central and Blaine for seniors, right? And those in that and those property values go up, when those seniors die, 
and they sell and their kids sell their condos for them, their kids are getting that asset and their kids are getting more money. And then those kids, their kids can use those assets to buy their first home that's now available because a senior is moving out of it. So, so then, you know, um, it's going to help families build their equity too if we start building more senior condos that are affordable, maybe like 180000 range for a two-bedroom condo for them to move into. So then they can use their house property value to buy the new condo space and then, and then um, they can have some leftover money to retire on from the profit of their house. So, um, so then whatever they have left over, their kids will get, you know, and then their kids will get whatever profit their parents made from the condo. So, um, so I encourage building more senior condos, but the issue developers are not going to build senior condos, but senior condos don't make them a ton of money. So you have so they're going to build more senior apartments because when one when Sally dies, a new Sally replaces them, and then when that Sally dies, another Sally replaces them, and the next thing you know, the money never stops because old people keep moving in and dying off, so new renters keep coming in. Eventually, the property building is paid off, and there's then they're making profits. So developers are going to build more senior apartments than condos because condos make don't make as much money for developers. But even if black big developers like BlackRock and all this stuff come and build a bunch of senior condos where they're charging between six hundred and seven hundred and even eight 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 hundred and fifty dollars a month for like a for a studio, it's definitely going to improve the senior housing crisis and the seniors can move into there and then us young and then they'll sell their homes and then us young people can buy their homes. So good places in Minnesota for them to build this stuff will be in where? So in Blaine along Central or along University to build or even between Central and University would be a good place to build hundreds of senior apartments. And then, you know, the seniors can hang out at the Walmart, the Target, the, the, the Northtown Mall, the Northtown Library, and all that around the Northtown Mall. And then they can, you know what I mean? And then they can hang out at the mall. They could hang out at the Walmart. They can hang out at the Target. You mean they can hang out at the Sam's Club? They can, they can, they can bum out and do walking around the mall, the Northtown Mall itself. You know what I mean? And then they can, if they want to go to town to party with their friends, they can drive their golf carts or, or their scooters to the, to the Northtown transit station and then they can take the bus into like Fridley, Blaine, Coon Rapids or whatever they want to go. You know what I mean? And then there's not that many seniors driving on the roads that can cause accidents because they're taking the bus. And then, you know, when they're all living up in that area, they're spending money in that in that area improving the economy. 
and the people moving into those apartments will, will sell their single-family homes, and then young people can actually buy them and cause the housing shortage to shrink, shrink, shrink massively because baby boomers are the biggest group of people in the United States right now. We can shove them all in a, like senior apartments or senior condos instead of keeping them all in single-family homes. The Generation Z and millennials will have plenty of homes to buy without us building more. So, um, so then another good place to put all these senior condos in our apartments will be North Maple Grove, you know, up by the Walmart and up by the Hindu temple and up by the hospital. Because, um, the good thing is if you build senior apartments and condos up there, there's no public transportation up there because it's the richy part of Hennepin County. Um, they can like live in their senior apartments between their if they're reasonable between six fifty and nine fifty a month for their studio apartments. You know they can at least they're close enough that they can pay for an eight dollar Uber ride to Uber from their apartment to the shopping area around Walmart and Sam's Club, or if they or they can or they can Uber to the shopping area around the hospital Maple Grove Hospital. And then with all those baby boomers up there spending money, it will improve the economy of North Maple Grove by people shopping and shopping and shopping. And then all the Karens that live up in Maple Grove who complain about too many young families moving up there and overcrowding the schools don't can't complain anymore because all the residents that are moving up there to give the city more money are too old to give to make kids. So then they don't have to worry about the schools overcrowding because the um the the area is getting an older clientele. They're not worried about popping babies out or too old to even pop babies out. So then you know they're still making money from the pee from the seniors shopping up there and living up there, the young people in Maple Grove are happy because all the all the older people or old people are moving out into the new senior places, putting their their houses up for sale, so young people can buy them and actually live the American dream. So Maple Grove would be a good place to put them. Plymouth would also be a good place to put them because Plymouth has one of the best trail systems in the Minneapolis area. So if we built, and then there's a bunch of random cornfield around it. So if developers built senior condos and senior apartments along that bike trail, um, all these seniors, they can use their golf course carts or they can bike up and down that path to get everywhere they want, like because there's high V along the bike path, there's Cubs along the bike path. So then the seniors can just hop in their golf carts and stuff that they can park underground in their car units and their bikes that they can keep in the bike room of their apartment or condo. 
And then they can go and they can get to everywhere right down the bike path. And if they want to hang out in Minneapolis, they can take the golf cart or bike from the right and get right into downtown Minneapolis. Or if they want to go to Maple Grove, they can bike or golf cart up to Maple Grove. If they want to go to St. Louis Park, they can bike in or or golf cart down to St. Louis Park to do all their shopping. Or if they can do it in, in Maple Grove. And then Plymouth, they can the they can work at the Cub Foods and all the stores and retail stores in Plymouth, St. Louis Park, and Maple Grove, and all those seniors, because they can take the bike path as their public transportation, will, will help those stores relieve their staffing shortage, shortages. And then the older people in Plymouth will put their single-family homes and townhomes on the market, and then young people can buy them. And then another good place to be St. Louis Park, but St. Louis Park is already crammed. So what the developers will have to do is they'll have to buy the land, put the seniors on top and the stores in the bottom. But that might be good for the seniors because the seniors can just take the elevator to, to the first floor, walk out the building, and all their shops they need are right there. But for the seniors to enjoy that experience, they're going, they're going to need rents between $650 and $950 a month for that um, studio apartment. And the reason why I'm saying studios are because if you put enough studios in a building, your building's able to make more money because it has more people for charging less rent. So um, the reason why I'm saying studio, studio, studios, because technically, I'm going to say older people, they only need technically a studio because their grandkids don't come over that often, their children don't come over that often, and the only person that's really there is them or their spouse and them if they're married. So they don't really need a lot of space. And if they live in Minnesota, and their families in Minnesota, their family only probably has to do a half an hour drive, see them, and then can drive back home. And then St. Louis Park also has a bus. So if they want to go party in Minneapolis and feel young again, you know, or, you know, they can just hop on that bus, and then they can just bus into downtown, like the uptown neighborhood or downtown or downtown party like they were 20 again, and they can hop on the bus and um, go go home. And then, you know, you're not worried about them. You're, the kids, their kids are not worried about them hitting people on the road because of their age or getting into accidents and all that stuff because they can just take the bus right home. And then you know they don't you don't they don't have you don't have to worry about them driving to the grocery store because the grocery store will be right underneath their apartment. So and then you know or condo. I prefer the state to in cities to incentivize developers to build senior condos, but because of the corruption in the housing industry, that's probably never ever going to happen. Um, it's just going to be apartments, apartments, and apartments, and we have to be, as young people, we have to be realistic about the new world order. BlackRock and these other big housing companies have took over, and and to be realistically, we're all going to be slaves of apartments. 
until the baby boomers die slash older people die. And then like they all their homes go on the market and then we can buy them and then like we can be free from the rental market. So until then, we have to embrace the rental market to benefit us. So if we have these big companies like BlackRock and stuff, at least build apartments for our grandparents and for our parents, you know, they that cost between six six fifty and eight fifty and maybe even nine fifty a month where they can afford off their social security and their savings, you know, the world can at least go the American dream can at least stay alive somewhat and our country can be going in a better direction. Um so um so we need to focus on building senior housing along public transportation networks. And another good spot in Minnesota to build it will be along the North Star train. The North Star train people and Metro Transit are complaining, we don't get enough customers, we don't get enough customers, we don't get enough customers. Well, for example, if Metro Transit uses government domain and takes over an Elk River and takes over all the cornfields around it and takes over all the cornfields in Big Lake that around it, and say, okay, we're using our government domain to then have property developers come and build mega, not mega, but four-story, 300-unit condo buildings or apartment buildings for seniors along the, the train, the North Star train stops, then what, what happens is those seniors who live there that need public transportation because they can't drive anymore can say, oh, cool, I want to visit my kid in Fridley, right? And I'm in Elk River. They can take their walker, wobble over to the North Star train, and then take it to Fridley, and they can wobble from the, from the Fridley train station to the 10 bus and then take the 10 bus to their kid's apartment's front door and then they can wobble into their kid's apartment and see their kid you know I mean so then so then if and then the north charge train makes more money because you have hundreds of senior citizens who can't drive anymore that live next to the north star train stations that will wobble to the train hop on the train and then take the train into to see all their family that lives in the suburbs along the train or they can take the train to downtown Minneapolis, hop on a different bus to take them to whatever suburb their child lives in or close where their child can easily pick them up. So um, so then, and then at the same time, it, it, all those seniors who live in those towns that are along the North Star train will be able to sell their single-family homes, and then us young people are able to buy them, and then giving us single-family homes, keeping the American dream alive, and the seniors get a nice place to retire that has like maybe an indoor swimming pool, an indoor um, fitness center, because I'm sorry, in my opinion, every high-end apartment that's charging over $1,200 a month needs to have an indoor swimming pool, an indoor hot tub, and an indoor fitness center. Because in the winter, that's the only really things you want to do. You want to go in this indoor hot swimming pool. You want to go into an indoor hot tub. And then you want to work out to make you feel better about yourself, about that cake that you shouldn't have ate. So, you mean? So then, 
those are the three major things, in my opinion, that they need to put in these senior buildings, these senior apartments or senior condos they're going to build. So then you know that, so then the seniors have things to do, like, haha, I went to, I went to the treadmill and I walked five miles today, or, oh, I went to the hot tub until my skin almost fell off, or, you mean, or, and I went swimming until I looked like a reptile, you mean? So then you know, because of the, you know, your skin kind of shrivels, you, 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 I, I try to make a joke there, but, you mean, so then, you know, your, your, then your parents, your grandparents or your parents are entertained. And they're not calling you up like my dad is. I'm bored. Can we please hang out? But if he lived in a building like mine, in a condo like mine, he can talk to everyone else his age and play cards and help decorate the building's Christmas tree. And then he'll never get bored. So... um you mean, so then they have other people their age they can complain about young people with, they can um, play cards with, you mean, and then your, then your parents aunt or your grandparents will never, ever be lonely because they're in a building with 300 other people that are just like them. So, um, and then they'll never be bored. So, um, and then they don't, don't pester you. So, and then if, you know, they get to the age where they need a nurse, it's to help them wipe their butts and stuff, you know, one, you can, well, the building can have one nurse come in to take care of three to five people, and then that's less manpower needing to take care of all these baby boomers slash old people that are retiring. So, um, so yeah, so we need some, so many Minnesota and other states need to start building housing for their senior citizens so their senior citizens can live happy, affordable, and nice nice lives. And the person who has to promote this stuff is like politicians. Like Mayor Jake Fry needs to say, hey, developers, if you come and you buy these old outdated office buildings will give you tax-free incentives for the next 10 years. And then these developers will come buy these old office buildings and make them very unique, for example, senior housing. Or, you mean, that has a swimming pool, fitness center, you mean, an indoor hot tub, and maybe a daycare, and maybe a Planet Fitness, you mean, and all in maybe one or two bars for the old men to hang out at, you mean, and, and talk about how awful young people are and whatever else they talk about, you mean, and and they could actually have a good time with other people. And of course, they're going to fight you. Baby boomers, they're judgmental, they're stubborn, they don't like change. So, of course, you trying to convince them to move into a place like this, they're going to fight you, they're going to scream at you, they're going to threaten to beat you with a pan. But... This is how this is how the world's changing, and you know what you do? You say, "Hey, mom, sign 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 a three month lease," and you know, and then during that three months, you make her fall in love with that building. You make make sure that she falls in love with her neighbors. You make sure she joins every Tuesday card game in the community in the, her community center, and then she falls in love with that place. And then you say, "Bye," 
And then like, then like you buy her single family home and you start your family. So, um, you mean, cause old, I'm going to say baby boomers, they're so stubborn. They're so, they're, they, they're not getting, the world is not like in the sixties anymore. The world is changing and these baby boomer politicians need to realize that the world's not like the 60s anymore. They need to start convincing using government domain, having private developers and use that land to build senior housing and build public transportation for that seniors to use or build or you know build public trans or build senior housing along the North Star train that's not doing so good. You know, to make it better, you mean, or or turn the old office buildings in the downtown into senior housing. You mean, it's it's a bazillion things that we can do to help the housing problem. And the first thing we just have to do is build housing for seniors because they're the biggest baby boomers of the biggest generation out there put them in that new housing, they sell their single-family home, and now there's plenty of housing for young people. It's that just that easy, but Karens in areas like Maple Grove are the only people preventing this from happening. It's like they want us to suffer. Those Karens in places like Maple Grove and Plymouth, they want us to suffer, they want us to be miserable, and they want our country to, to be destroyed. Karens like the ones out at Maple Grove and Plymouth that won't let us build more senior housing, they should be investigated by the FBI because they're probably work for China or Russia who's trying to destroy our country. And they should be investigated by the FBI, the Maple Grove police, because they're trying to destroy our country by making our housing shortage worse and by making people riot and angry and fester because there's no housing for them to live in. So those people, those Karens should be investigated by the FBI to make sure they're not Chinese ploys from the Chinese Communist Party who's trying to destroy us and destroy our country and to destroy the American dream. And the Chinese Communist Party uses baby boomers and Karens, young Karens, to destroy our country. So we need to investigate those Karens that will adapt to change because the world is changing. We're no longer in the 60s. We can't just smoke weed and listen to rock music and just like Ozzy Osbourne kind of rock music and magically hope the world gets better. We're not, the the world is not the way it used to be in the 60s and everyone just needs to wake up and change this world and the best way to do it is to build senior housing and if we have to use government domain to do it we use government domain to do it and i hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode if you disagree with me please comment down below if like you and if you do agree with me please share and even if you don't disagree if even if you disagree with me share this episode and then on like social media type about why how bad it is and why you dis- and why you don't agree with me so because you know I'm making the, I'm not making this podcast episode to make money. I'm making this podcast episode to start a discussion. Well, I hope you guys have a good day. Bye-bye.